I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is the Food About Town Podcast. In episode 108 of the Food About Town Podcast, I had Sapphire Kurshane and Adam Pastecki from the newly opened Locals Only over to talk about the process of opening a new place over on Alexander Street. Now, this was during the build-out phase of the restaurant, coffee shop, local place for just about everything. So, you know, expect some talk about how they... You know, where they were in the process, why they're doing what they're doing, uh, the style that they were going for, and then go check it out. It is open now uh, in the former Pita Pit location over on Alexandria Street, right near the corner of East Ave. Uh, so go in and check out some local coffee from one of the best coffee people in town from Sapphire. Uh, check out Adam's Food and, you know, just see what the whole vibe is of the place. Really interesting design. Uh, another stash inspired, um, and I think they worked with stash on the design as well. So uh, go check it out. And another new addition to the, um, I guess the the hotter restaurant row area over on Alexander Street. So check out locals only. Let me know what you thought. Food about town on Facebook, at Stromy on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening. I'm only happy when it rains. My morning today started with my guest across from me telling me to um, turn off the windows. So why is you said that? Oh, well, maybe I said turn off the windows. <laughs> I said the lighting sucks. She, she implied. And then you said I'll turn off the windows. All right, maybe I'm tired. Maybe it's early, but I was told in no uncertain terms to turn off the windows so she can Instagram all of the pictures. I think there's some fabrication in this story. <laughs> the windows are back on though. Windows. The windows are back on. It's a beautiful day here in Rochester with tons of snow. I have an unplowed driveway, but yeah, they got up it, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Thankfully, and, we yeah. were driving Adam's SUV and not my tiny the little Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the winter struggle in Rochester is real. But what is also real are two people here. Why don't you introduce yourselves, people? Sure. I'm Sapphire, a.k.a. the Rogue Barista. <laughs> wow, look at the branding. That's I fantastic. Know. Very nice. My name's Adam Pastecki. I don't have an AKA. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. The more the more you're around Sapphire, I'm sure you'll have to come up with one. Yeah, I feel like uh, she's raised the bar quite a bit. I <laughs> yeah. have to think about one right now. Yeah, you're thinking about branding. You're yeah. thinking about all this stuff. Copyrights. All that. No, it's all about self-promotion. <laughs> yeah, you have to put the little logo after your mm-hmm. name that is, is a copyright little pending. TM. Yeah, Trademarked. Yeah. yeah, trademark name, mm-hmm. Adam. <laughs> or you just go by Adam, the one name. Maybe it's available. I don't know. Yeah, almost definitely. I mean, your Instagram handle is really good, though. It's not bad. It's wonderful. I'm not going to say what it is, though. I want to keep keep it. (laughs) Oh, you got to keep the mysterious part going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's what branding is, really, is keeping the mystery and not letting people know what's going (laughs) on. Just Google me. (laughs) 
So where will we... anything weird pop up? <laughs> no, I do it all the time. I just Google my own name, so yeah, to make sure that it's my number one search term. Checks like, out. Yeah, or am I am I still me? Yeah, I mean, if Google doesn't think so, I'm probably not. And if there's another Adam Pastecki somewhere, I'm gonna I'm gonna know about it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's such a common last name. It's you for know sure. Jones Smith and Pastecki. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Top they're, trending last names they're in just, America. They're just littered around Iowa and all, all yeah. these Nebraska states. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we here, people? Well, we're here because we're opening a new business in Rochester, and we just want to talk about what we're doing and why we're excited about what we're doing. And if you have any questions... Oh, I've got questions. I, yeah, exactly. We want to answer them. I've got all the questions. So what, 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 is, what is the business you're opening, and where is it going to be located? Sure. Um, so it's called Locals Only. It's going to be located on 311 Alexander Street, right at the corner of Easton Alexander. It's also the old Pita Pit, so it's it, that really wish, cool spot. Yeah, for, for anybody that's been in Rochester through their 20s, they know exactly where that is. Um, if anybody ever you know, spent evenings on A Street or anywhere in that area, it's the place where everybody went to eat at 1.30 or 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. Great pitas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was so specific. I mean, I've... I've been there since I became more of a specific snob about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I've had I've had moments where I still enjoyed it, but it it's like a nostalgic thing instead of like, oh, this is actually amazing thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tell me, super satisfying when it's the right thing at the right time. The right time's usually two thirty a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and it was easily the best food you could get at that time. Oh yeah, because Rochester is a place where very little is available at late night hours. Absolutely. Um, but anyways, so you, your place is in the old Pita Pit location, which is a nice spot. It had a lot of space. Uh, oh, still yeah. two floors? Yes. The nice. mezzanine is still there. It's gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one, the space is nice. Two, there's a lot of work to do in that space to make it a... Yes, it looked like Christmas threw up all over it. The, yeah. green, the green walls are no longer green, yeah. which is really exciting. No yeah. more green, no yeah. more red. I'm sure you feel good about that. Yeah, it looked like the worst pizza place in America. <laughs> I'm still going with Christmas. Yeah. You, you, didn't leave the, you didn't leave the characters on the walls? I did not know there were characters. It was, it oh, was just they, bad. oh, maybe those were down before they got before you guys got there. Yeah, they I, had these painted animals, these cartoonish like animals, like chickens and vegetables on the walls. Maybe Lovely. they were vinyls or something. They might still be there somewhere. We'll look for them. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> They're hiding. The yeah, paint. we'll find them someday. After you're done decorating, they start creeping up the walls and yeah. come back on. And <laughs> the start of a terrible horror movie. Return, I mean, return of the uh, anthropomorphic vinyls. <laughs> um. Well, Sapphire believes in all that stuff, I, like extraterrestrials. Ooh, and, and I all do. That, so. Oh, geez. See, now, now I was going to talk about, you know. Way to call me out. I was going to talk about. <laughs> I want to believe. I was going to talk about food and beverage and decorations. And now after five minutes in, it looks like we're going to have an Alex Jones podcast. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's no. more exciting. No. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> no. One world him. government. I yeah. hate Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can just do an impression of him the whole time. I, the Illuminati's coming. That. This is going to be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do believe in the Illuminati. Yeah. Ooh, see, this is going to be yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, what, what, is, what is Locals Only and um, why are we doing this? Why, do we care? why should we care about what Locals Only is? Well, 
we want to bring um, local ingredients um, and like feature local companies and farmers and roasters and distilleries and we just want to like showcase all of the amazing local things that Rochester and the surrounding area has to offer. Nice. So yeah, and it's a very it's a big departure from that space and that re- a lot of the area. I mean, it's the whole area has gotten different and more up to date over the last few years. But I think that kind of place, and if I remember correctly, when I heard about it, this was going to be sort of an all-day place, right? Yeah, um, kind of like all-day brunch, and I believe we're doing table service and DJs on the weekends. Nice. Um, coffee, cocktails, juice bar, um, beer, wine. Other than that. Amazing food. food. <laughs> amazing yeah, there's going to be food, too. Oh, food. That, yeah. Well, it's a good addition to a place. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's just so many things. It's it's very liquid heavy. Yeah. yeah, but that's, I mean, that's really what most people days are surrounded with now. And the addition of juice, which not not that many places doing it here. No, and especially with like one-stop shop, you can get like, you know, beer, wine, cocktails, juice, coffee, and amazing food. Yeah, all the essentials. Yeah. Well, also in an area that doesn't have a lot of like real breakfast options. Yeah. Right. It's either a diner or you're going to Dunkin' Donuts or something. Yeah. So we want to be something a little different than that. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing to be is different than For that. Sure. Um, so when it comes to, let's talk about breakfast because that's, it is, um, I, I find it's a difficult meal sometimes to bring people out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, people love brunch, but when you're talking about your actual breakfast during the week, what's like, what's the style that you're going for? I don't know how full, fully formed the menus are at this point uh we're on like version 27 i think oh, so cool. it's like a work in progress but it's uh it's more of a brunchy okay something that'll work all day not just in the morning or yeah not in the, the mid-morning but all afternoon too yeah yeah so you definitely have like breakfast sandwiches are available for sure and, for sure but you want to get towards those uh comforty foods that people are going to be uh mm-hmm. want to stop in at any time of day. Yeah, and we want people to come in for lunch and all that. Yeah. So and still feel comfortable yep. without rotating the menu. Yeah. Looking to please everybody all yeah. day long. That's how I that's how I look at it. Yeah. That's why you're the pellet pleaser. That's, that's <laughs> Oh yeah, that is my title, I guess. It is. Oh, <laughs> see if we found, we found the nickname finally. <laughs> so, uh, what what's your what's your background in in cooking? Where, where were you before this? Um, I work at the Genesee Valley Club right now. So okay. um, we just, uh, not a lot of people know what it is, but um, it's like a country club without the golf. Yeah, which, uh, you know, it's something I've heard about, but obviously if you're not part of it, you don't get to go there and have the food ever. Yeah, it's a very uh, exclusive type situation, and it's literally like 50 feet from our location, so it's pretty nice. And nobody knows that it's 50 feet from no. your location. no. Nobody knows where it is. It's right on East Ave, but yeah. it's kind of hidden back there. Yeah, so I mean, how how is it working for that kind of place? It has to be a little bit interesting. I've talked to, I think I've talked to a couple people or listened to things about people that worked at those kind of clubs. We have to be very, um, you have to meet a lot of different requests and things like that. Yeah, the members come first, so it's like uh, whatever they want, you make them happy. Yeah. Because that's why we're, we're there pretty much, so. Yeah, so it's a lot of like you're stocking a lot of random kind of things, and yeah, we use a a lot of great ingredients. So it's a good, it's a great place to learn how to, um, you know, like be a chef and cook stuff that you usually don't see. Yeah, so in your your general style, you like doing you like doing the local thing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, I think it's gonna become more and more important as as we continue on here. 
and we're going to get away from the, you know, getting stuff from Cisco or whatever, you know. Sure. Yeah, and I've, I've really enjoyed over the last few years getting to know some of the local farmers. Um, you know, got to go out and check out a couple of the places in person, and it, it's it's very gratifying to actually see where the food is really coming from and not, right. and then, you know, you can hear the stories about, hey, this farm's doing great things, but mm-hmm. sometimes going out and checking it out is the only way where you can, like, kind of know. For sure. Yeah, um, uh, me and Sapphire have done a lot of field trips and stuff, so uh, we're looking forward to more of those. We're just going to go go out and visit some folks, and it's going to be cool. Yeah, kind of. It, it's it kind of completes that circle of understanding about where everything's coming from. Yeah. Um, anything surprised you when you have you been to a lot of farms before, or has anything surprised you when you uh, went out? We're looking to go to some more farms in the spring, but um, just just seeing where stuff comes from and the people that produce it is a uh, it's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. What about you? Anything anything surprising about the experience doing that? I don't know. Like it's just fun. It's like a unique experience to have to begin with, and yeah. to be able to see and like actually meet the people. And like you know, they're they're just people like you and I, and they're just trying to make a living. And they just get up earlier. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I wake up pretty early myself. Um, but you know, it's just really cool to see that like the hands that touch the products, and you know. They're bringing it to us, and then we're bringing it to you. And sure. it's just a really powerful statement behind everything that we do in this community. Yeah. Well, let's pivot for a second. I want to talk about design aesthetic. Um, you know, Local Sony's been pushing a bit. They've There was a billboard up. Yep. And, you know, the website. <laughs> and when, when you look at it, it's the first thing you see is, all right, this is going to be what I would consider up-to-date design. Yes. Um, what What is that... I don't know how to describe that properly. Is there a way to describe this up-to-date design? Uh, hip and trendy and yeah. I don't know, I feel add like something. <laughs> whatever happens, it's going to look really nice there. It's yeah. going to be real nice. We are uh, working with like Stash right now, um, UUU Art Collective. Okay. Um, we're just trying to like again, like from beginning to end with everything that we do, just support the local community. And these are companies that are local communities and, or local businesses. And you know, we want to promote the artists that are local here in Rochester, and right. you know, really have a solid team of people behind us. Yeah, well, it's that. I mean, every at this point, even if you don't know the name, everybody knows uh, the stash aesthetic and. Um, the furniture and decorations. I mean, there's so much more than just the furniture that they do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in so many of the new places in Rochester, you know, from the Playhouse to Ugly Duck to um, obviously Radio Social, um, their design stamp is kind of all over uh, Rochester and beyond. Um, so it's, it's, it's always one of those things when it's there, you kind of know it. Yeah. At least I do at this point. I don't know if everybody does, but... It's, it's a very unique look, and they... Like it's their style, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it kind of at least it gives that that whatever modern edge that we're doing with that you know lighter wood or whatever kind of wood thing that's going on, which it's hard to get away from nowadays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get away from the wood thing nowadays. Yeah, I I know it's a weird that's thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all I think about is that's what she said, and that's what I, I, I think about. this is a good thing to add. I, I don't I don't get that often on the podcast. I think that's a perfect thing for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way my mind works. 
See, we've got local cooking, and we've got that's what she said uh, jokes. Oh, yeah, all day. I think this, I think this is going to be a great combination. It's perfect. <laughs> it was, you know, made in the stars. The stars yeah. aligned. I know you were thinking the same thing too. I it kind of rubbed off on you. I, that's I what was. She said. <laughs> <laughs> we just like give each other that look, and we're <laughs> you don't head even, nod. We you know. don't even need to say it anymore. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it's, it's also one of those things that there's, you know, there are places in and around that area that still have, you know, uh, 90s, a 90s feel to them. A lot of them are being replaced now, you know, uh, with uh, mechs being ter- turned out and turned into something else. What is that? Uh, uh, isn't it Lanai? Lanai? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, obviously. Swan Dive is right over there. I'm yeah. excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, where, where is that one? I'm not sure I heard much about that. Uh, 289, so it used to be Havana Cabana. Oh, okay. All right, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole, there's so much churn in that area. Um, and it's not every year, but there's so much churn over, it's, there's not a lot of static buildings over there. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, and that's, I'm sure what you guys are hoping, is kind of be the linchpin of the neighborhood and really get that, you know, all day, but also you know, long-term yeah, spot there, I'm right there. I'm hoping that we, we turn into, like, the, like, epicenter food hub. Like, everybody wants to go there, like, make it their regular stopping ground all day, all night. And yeah. Just yeah, I think we that. have all the uh, all the components that would make that, that happen. Yeah. So let's talk about one of those components, which for me is the interesting part. Well, thankfully, we have the caffeine collaborator here. <laughs> I'm just looking at her card. me. Um, <laughs> Um, let's talk about coffee. Sure, sure. Um, so that's, that was your background. I mean, yep. that's where I met you originally was at, was at Joe Bean and then yep. throughout your coffee journey here in Rochester. Where, where have I've you worked? I've certainly gotten around. You say, where have you worked <laughs> in Rochester? Lack of a better word. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually worked 11 years at Wegmans and. Did you really? I'm not, I didn't know that. Yeah. And the tail end of my career there, um, year like five through 11, I started working in the coffee shop there. And I I don't know why I just felt so drawn to the coffee shop and I had to work there. And when I couldn't learn enough from what uh, Wegmans had to offer me, I just constantly was like resume building, searching out other places to learn from. So I worked at Sips Coffee Shop in Arondequoy. I worked at Jitters. I worked. I remember that place. Yeah. Yeah, that was... (laughs) That was like right deep in the heart of the second wave of coffee. Not yeah. if we're using the term second wave, which eh. yeah, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's the it, thing, and we understand what it means. Yeah, well, it, 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 defi- it defines a certain time and aesthetic of a coffee place. Yeah, a certain kind of roasting where there's flavors of coffee everywhere, and a lot of I Ita- making me crazy. Yeah, Italian roasts <laughs> and French roasts <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, and usually puffy furniture, you know, classic second wave. And that was, that place was so super second wave. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good learning experience. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then from there I worked at Founders for a little bit and then that's after I left there, I went right to Joe Bean. And then from there I took um, a position at Glen Edith and then from there I was going to work at Fifth Frame and then I 
decided not to work at Fifth Frame because I met the guys at Locals. Yeah, it's, it seems that way because I've been over there and I haven't seen you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like a very uh, serendipitous thing that happened. Um, I remember being at Glen Edith one day and these two guys come in and they just kind of were like looking around, looking at everything. And I was like, these guys seem a little out of place. What are they looking at? They uh-huh. here. <laughs> so, you know, me being me, I'm like, I'm just going to pour them the coolest latte art I have and um, and I've and let's <laughs> let's stop for a second. When you say the coolest latte art you have, you're an ambitious latte art person. I've seen yeah. you do some really wacky stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's I mean, you know, milk and coffee is my canvas. <laughs> yeah, and you're not you're not doing like the toothpick stuff. No, no, no. It's all free pour. Yeah. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, with, with the shit. T- yeah, because I've <laughs> and I've seen that. You know, no, no diss to anybody that does. No, but I mean it's a very separate thing because those the you can you can pour the milk and then you you use your to- you can use a toothpick or something and basically do artwork on top of it. Yeah, but what Sapphire is doing this is the like this is not it's not it's you can do it in competition, but then you're you tend to be a little bit more jittery and doing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten to a point where like it you doesn't even it. make me nervous anymore. Like I've just I've done so many throwdowns and whatever. It's like I just go and do my <laughs> thing. But I've I've seen you I've seen some pictures of things you do that are like, "Oh, wow, that is that is really complicated." <laughs> I mean, I've I've got a lot of like, you know, followers that I gather inspiration from and I would love to say that like all of my designs are original but I am always looking at other people's designs and getting inspiration from that so yeah I was gonna I mean I don't know <laughs> I was gonna use some sort of thing about how you know you know the copying is you know the best compliment or stealing is good okay if it turns out good i don't know yeah i mean it's too early for those kind of you know (laughs) philosophical sayings as far as i'm concerned i wouldn't say i'm stealing i just you know i see some guy in you know japan pouring some really cool swan there's no no copyrights there's no copyrights on on just on the the name adam there's a copyright on that just adam yeah i just did it Yeah, I no copyright. <laughs> no copyrights on latte art. Um, but yeah, I mean that's I know that's something you've spent a lot of time on trying to do cool stuff. Yeah. Um I've always been that way. Like how can I be different with <laughs> Yeah. Um what where were we going? We were going um, somewhere. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah we, we're talking about So these two guys uh, they come in and I'm like, I'm gonna pour my craziest latte art. And I yeah. pour my craziest latte art and I, I see them sitting at the table, like pointing, like, look at that. <laughs> Look at that. There's so many yeah, petals then, on that. Exactly. So they left and, you know, a couple months go by and then they come to the other location at Glen Edith and I see them again. And this time I'm getting even more curious because I'm like, I haven't seen these guys in a while. I don't know who they are. They're still doing this weird, like, let me scope out the space. And mm-hmm. so I approach them. I'm like, what are you guys up to? <laughs> hey, what, what, like, what's just up? Cut straight to the chase. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Are you opening a business? What's going on? They're either doing that or stalking you one or the other. I mean, I was fine with either. <laughs> yeah, it's everything. Everything's good. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just figure this out. You know, I mean, I've got like 3000 <laughs> followers. I am pretty sure somebody is stalking Have me at be. this point. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it's still weird when you meet people who are not stalking you online, but they still know who you are and you've yeah. never met them. It is weird. And it's like an accountability thing for yeah. me, really. Like I got to be in my best behavior and I'm not always on my best <laughs> behavior. I can confirm that. It's okay. And sometimes, sometimes nobody's going to take a picture of it, but sometimes somebody's going to be there like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> I try to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so so you're seeing them. They're coming in. They're they're being weird and scopy. 
Um, sorry, Doug. Sorry, Louis. I didn't call you weird. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's yeah, sometimes it happens. <laughs> I mean, I've gone in when I go into places like for the first time. I'm I do that thing because I'm I'm like actively taking in everything that's going on, and I'm sure it looks weird. Yeah, I mean, I I have like a keen sense for my intuition and stuff like that like when i feel like something's going on i'm usually pretty right yeah something's going down yeah exactly and i was i was determined to figure out what was going down yeah (laughs) and so i did and i asked them and they were like yeah we're gonna open up a brunch spot and you know it's gonna have coffee cocktails um food and i was like well do you like you don't need any help with the coffee department. Do you need any like training? And I was like, I do some side consulting if you're interested. And they were like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And we exchanged information and months went by and I didn't hear anything. And then one day I got an email and they were like, Hey, we're interested in, you know, collaborating together and seeing what you can do. And from there it was just kind of history. And then as time moved on I just felt more attached to the project and I just felt really good about the people that I was working with and like we all just seemed to vibe and click really well and that's really important when you're opening a business and working with a team of so many different people and departments you just want to have that connection yeah it can be very challenging if you don't I mean it it can be productive too but I think that uh vibe of um actual um yeah, team unity kind of thing. I'm I'm surprised at how much it matters sometimes. Yeah, it's that's an understatement. Yeah, we didn't we don't have to do like any team building activities. I think we're already there. You know. Yeah, yeah solid team. Yeah. So no, 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 no trust falls. None of those yeah. like. I mean, uh, I would, but I don't <laughs> think you'd be able to catch me. Let's do it right now. <laughs> no. From the second floor, <laughs> trust falls. No. Grab a sheet. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> those never work out well. You always see those on the internet. It's yeah. Like, what are you watching? Just people. Fails. People. <laughs> all fails. People falling in yeah. trust falls and yeah. nobody grabbing them. It's a whole genre. I, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. People people failing at life is is very amusing. Oh, well, I mean, I do that on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, coffee. And you guys are... You guys are doing the whole multi-roaster thing. Yeah, yeah, which I'm really excited about. Um, you so know, what, what, I, what makes I, you interested about doing the multi-roaster thing? Well, quite honestly, I don't have to roast. Yeah. And I don't have to like be responsible for something that I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so did, did you roast at Glen Edith? No, I, I didn't, but I was really involved with like the quality control and I did a lot of cupping there and I did a lot of cupping at um, Joe Bean. Right. And um, I still really like, you know, end goal is to learn how to roast and dabble in it in some kind of way. Um, but for right now, where I'm at in my career, I think it's just fun to, you know, staying true to our name, locals only, like bringing all the local roasters that people don't hear about. Yeah. And there are so many that I've yeah. reached out to here in the New York area. And there are all these little places that people don't hear of. And I want to showcase these talented people. Yeah, well, I'm interested. Let's let's talk about that for a minute because I mean, New York State has a ton of coffee roasters. Um, my good friend, Mister Cl- Chris Clemens, over at Exploring Upstate, he's gone and cataloged a lot of them. Um, not just Chris, specialty. Please send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he his list. He has a list that is just huge. Um, and there's very few. Like I, I'm, I try to keep up on all the specialty places, but he's cataloged everything That's that amazing. exists in like New York state. And it's really at least upstate because 
you know, going to New York is hard to. New York City is hard to. Yeah, there's a couple roasters in New York City that we've reached out to. And and I know it's like it seems like it's its own state and it's yeah. like completely separate than, you know, upstate New York. But it's still like in my mind, it's, you know, a hop, skip and a jump away. <laughs> it, it does. It does qualify. It I is part it of New York, but it is. Yeah, it's when you live up up upstate basically and what we consider upstate is everywhere that's not new york city yeah yeah there's we, some uh there's some good places in the middle of nowhere that we've we've been to and they're great nice <laughs> well i'm sure it's also kind of surprising too that you find somewhere like that that's not only serving but roasting and yeah, yeah. exactly and they're selling to a community and not to a region at that point yeah and i mean you know these are people that are just trying to get started too and if i can do anything to help them out and like promote them and grow their brand then i feel good about that yeah i mean that's so what what are some of the surprising places that you'd be or what are some of the more interesting places that you might be featuring i don't know if you have like a list yeah yeah um i mean i've got a bunch of places that i've tried we're doing our own cataloging (laughs) but we're not as far as chris yeah definitely not because i mean (laughs) we've we've got i mean here right here in rochester we've got a great base of places i mean between yeah and like no offense to any of the roasters here in rochester like i love them but like i want to feature a lot of the roasters here in rochester of course course, but i also want to feature like the smaller places that nobody's heard of yeah um and you know if there's a joe bean down the street or a glenn edith down the street and a fuego down the street which i'll be featuring all of you guys hopefully like (laughs) you know but like what you know, I don't want to like oversaturate, right? Eat, you know, when and I mean it's it. not just that it can be it can be that, and it can be other things too. Exactly. I mean, there's there's a lot of opportunity to bring bring those smaller places into a market that they might not have ever been before. Yeah. Um. So, like for example, we've reached out to a couple companies. Um, Forty Weight was really good. I've enjoyed their coffee a lot. Gimme. Um, there's another company called Brutus, which was surprising to me because I really, I just adored their packaging. And the where, where are they located? Oh, goodness. Now you're putting me on the Buffalo. spot. I think it is Buffalo. All right. Hold, hold on. Let's, let's see. <laughs> B-R-E-W-T-U-S. Oh, oh, that's terrible. But it's like a dog um, on the thing. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> we just oh, like, see. we want the dog. And yeah. the coffee. East I mean, Greenbush. I don't know where do you want oh, that. Maybe is. not Buffalo. <laughs> no. Oh, that is, yeah, it's the English Bulldog right on the front of the yeah, packaging. Yeah. East Greenbush. I have no idea where that is. I'm assuming that's near New York. Probably. Um, Overwinter is another company that I brought you a bag of. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, that they're out of Buffalo. One Relative, of my favorites. Relatively new, if, yes. if I've seen it, because um, we were talking a bit before the podcast. Um, Buffalo's coffee scene. Um, surprisingly was kind of kind of behind for a while on when it comes to, you know, specialty style coffee. Um, obviously, you know, the guys at um oh, public well, at public. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm Which like, I still need to reach out to you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, do more homework. <laughs> and I have you know, they're they've they've been doing it for a while now, but uh between them and Typico, that was like about it when it came to specialty coffee shops in Buffalo and I'm like you guys know you're a bigger city than Rochester, right? Yeah. And there's like two specialty coffee shops in the entirety of your town? Yeah, it's surprising, but, you know, I don't... Maybe maybe, maybe that's our next project, to move to Buffalo. And well, and they, they're, and things, are just, things are just popping right now, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. So they, I think a few more just opened. I don't remember all the names offhand, because I can't remember everything. Same, same. <laughs> Terrible um, short-term memory. Yeah. <laughs> Long-term. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, my memory 
right on point. <laughs> um, so it looks like this, this place is right near Troy, New York. Ah. Uh, right near Albany, right near Troy, that whole area. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's also an area I haven't spent a lot of time in. Me either. I I don't really get out of my box too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the the internet. So we've been able to find a lot of cool places. Yeah. Via the internet. Technology. Tra- travel by Google Maps. And we don't have to drive there most of the time. They just send it to us. And then yeah. We'll the sample. It. The whole sample thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's great. The sample life. I'm gonna miss that the most. Well, the sample life going. never stops. I guess though. it does not stop. Because I mean, you look if you look at places that are multi roasters, the sample life is the coffee part of it. I mean, this is this is the keeping things fresh that people want to keep on getting into your place. Yeah, I want to um, every month do a rotation of new roasters. So yeah, um, things will be changing quite a bit. Which I think is great because like you're going to get something here that nobody else is serving. Yeah, and exactly. And maybe you'll never have it again, ever again in your life. Right. Once, <laughs> Unless one we really only. like it yeah. and then we'll, we'll bring you back, of course. Yeah. You got to put one of those marquees on the outside. One time only. One yeah. month only. <laughs> this coffee never coming back again. Super exclusive. <laughs> right on the marquee. Super exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and uh, be back for more discussion with the fine people from Locals Only. And we'll be right back. Before we get back to this week's episode, I'd like to take a second to talk to you about Frankly. That's P-H-R-A-N-K-L-Y dot com. Frankly is the best way to find out how your favorite local restaurants source their products and also how to find your favorite specialty goods. You can check out restaurants like Joe Bean Coffee, Marty's Meats, search for them on Frankly and find out where they source their goods from. Or you can check out your favorite specialty product like Guglielmo Sauce, Search for them on Frankly and find out all the locations you can buy their sauce all over. That's Frankly, P-H-R-A-N-K-L-Y dot com. All right. So during the break, um, we were discussing the contents of my liquor cabinet on the side. Which is vast. Which is it's, it's not impressive. bad. It's not bad. And uh, we were sampling a little bit of uh, Tommy Rodder gin, which Amazing. is out of Buffalo. Really nice. Um, one of my favorite favorite gins around. Um, between them and Black Button, there's they have different profiles and for different applications, they're both fantastic. Um, and then Sapphire said something that I'm like, this this isn't something that you can. I, I, I I'm shocked. I'm embarrassed. How dare shocked you? and dismayed. I'm embarrassed. How dare um, you? <laughs> she said she'd never had Campari before. <sighs> I we yeah Adam and I have Adam TM and I had the, exactly the same uh, the same reaction yeah um like how how is that a thing I mean I mean for me Campari is one of those like key ingredients in cocktails I enjoy well mm-hmm. if I have had it I can tell you I didn't know that I had it you'll know because it's like very uh, it's so distinct. distinct yeah it's super distinctive and for and me like red my go to cocktails if I'm out and I don't. If I don't know what a place is doing and I don't trust what their specialty cocktails are, I'll order a Negroni. Yep, that's um, my signature move also. Uh, I'll, you know, a 2 one, one Negroni, so a little heavier on the gin. Mm-hmm. Or I'll order the Negroni variant. I'll order Boulevardier with rye. Um, and those are the basics. Unless I see that the, if I see that their um, vermouth is sitting on the, on the counter and hasn't been properly stored and chilled. And that's vermouth goes bad because it's wine, even though it's fortified and all that stuff. It still goes bad. 
You sit it on a counter at room temperature. Mm-hmm. One of those things that just drives me crazy. <laughs> at a bar, I'm like, why, why would you store it improperly? How I about never you? thought about that, but now I'm going to be looking for that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the hallmark of somebody who knows what they're doing yeah. by... Like you can't store it that way. This isn't. This is a wine product. Wine can't be stored at room temperature after it's opened. It's just, this is not proper. Um, but I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna pour just a hair of Campari. So <laughs> just a hair. So Sapphire, you can splash. try it. Yay. Well, it is. It is nine fifty-two in the morning. I mean, you know, it's time. It's yeah, time. I, you know, it's 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 Sunday. It's that's brunch day, right? Yeah. True. True. And by the way, that whole New York State thing where you can pour on Sundays now has to be kind of nice. You guys are open seven days is yeah. the plan? Yes. Yep. Seven days. <laughs> we will be there forever and we'll yeah. never leave. And we're just... Never, ever, yeah, ever. ever. We're so, just going to have cats in the basement. Well, <laughs> yeah, the basement's real creepy. It's so, so nice. Down there. It's my with, worst nightmare. Sleep with the spiders. This yeah. is great. Spiders um, are like the least of our problems. <laughs> I think there's ghosts down there. Cool. There's got to be something strange going Definitely on. Ghosts. So while, while, I, while I walk back, walk back over to the cabinet, why don't you, again, throw out some throw out the plugs and the social media links so people can go grab this. Yes, definitely. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at localsonly311. You can also go to our website, which is... <laughs> it's, the, it's the same as... It's, it's yeah. local. <laughs> Uh, localsonly311.com. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, guys. <laughs> so I'm, I'm using Sapphire's mic for a second. It's good that you actually know the website and your social media things. Yep. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm just nervous, guys. I'm just nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous that I'm going to fuck it up, so then I'm overthinking it. <laughs> All right, talk- and then I'm like, whoa, whoa. Is Google, it really just Google.com. Like- <laughs> All right, while I pour, talk amongst yourselves. Talk about what, what, should, you, what should we be talking about? I, what should we be talking about? I, I keep on having to lean over you because you're not holding the conversation on your own. This is a this radio is, show. This is something we need to do. We need we need to be up. We need to be you know on point. What's what's the next topic? Let's talk about Adam's oh, yeah, let's food talk menu about, yeah, and let's, let's talk, talk about, about his amazing plating skills I'm that important. are gorgeous. Yeah, um, the food's going to be really good. I'm not sure what it's going to be exactly yet, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Super descriptive, yeah, and it really moves us on to the next part of the conversation. <laughs> so, what, what about? Do you care about plating? Is that something you like to do? Uh, I'd rather have it look nice than taste nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna taste nice too. Yeah. We promise. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The taste is very important. But I, uh, like two years ago, I had no idea how to plate food. But now I think I'm kind of. You're getting good. into my uh, my groove here. You're like this mystical unicorn that I haven't figured out yet, and you yes. just like have all these magical powers that I'm just like waiting to see you in action, and then you're just gonna like spray like unicorn magic all yeah. over the kitchen. It, yeah. That could be really bad, depending that's, on the context. That's um. also how I think of myself. Also, yeah. <laughs> mystical unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Mystical Unicorn Adam TM. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so so we're just gonna keep it weird, guys. Yeah. yeah, we were like, hey, let's not be weird today. No, yeah. no, I I came in here with full blown intentions to be weird AF. <laughs> I mean, this is this is this is the new Rochester. All right, so <laughs> are you ready for your Campari? I'm so ready. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> 
I like that. That face is very. That's very Campari. If you don't know what it is, there's a lot going on. It here. Tastes like Robitussin. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is a bit of a cough medicine-y thing going on. Yeah. I mean. And like red number twelve. Perfect. A ton. Well, originally it used to be. Um, they used it was some sort of insect that had that red dye to it, and they switched away from that. Right. Um. Which actually, uh, Lockhouse, I believe, still, they went back to that, and they mm-hmm. used the more traditional method of coloring. It's a little bit softer than Campari is, but not by much. Not like Aperol soft. Yeah. It's if like we're a, being specific about It's drinks. like a beetle or something, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grind yeah. up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's basically a bittering agent. It obviously has a fair amount of sweetness to it. Yeah, it's really sweet. Um, sweet. <laughs> but the, the bittering agent is the key part is in when you do it in a Negroni or similar similar cocktails, everything kind of balances out. You know, the sweetness falls falls away a little bit. It is a sweeter cocktail, though. Yeah. You don't think about it when you're having it, though, really. I, I mean, I imagine not. Yeah. <laughs> you start drinking, you don't think about You don't much. think about much. <laughs> I, I, I'm, it's, it's weird. Like, I can't get away from analysis when it comes to consuming food and beverage. Mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't help it. After a while, you're kind of locked in and programmed to yeah, you, you um, break become, down everything. You become a snob. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I get it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's weird. It's one of those things like you say it, and I, I, I say it because it's true at this point, I, and it's the way I consume food and beverage. I'm a snob. No, I, same. I, um, it's hard to get away from once you're once you're in it. Yeah. I, I mean, I go to you know restaurants or you know even fast food places, and I'm just like. This is shit. Oh, this like, is terrible. Why, why did I do this? I know I deserve better. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then, and you ask yourself, you're like, why would they do this? Like, what's their problem? What's yeah. wrong with them? My my favorite. This one of my favorite <laughs> things to say is, why didn't you just do it right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when well, it's not do they that, know what's right. That's I think that's thing. that's often the question is, like, when it's really not harder to do it right instead of doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't cost you any effort. I mean, sometimes the effort to make things perfect. Versus like, you know, 95% good is really hard. But often 95% is the same effort as 70% or 50% good. Right. Like you take two extra minutes to sear something instead of just throwing it in a pot. Or if you're braising something, you do it in the right, you do it in oil instead of liquid and the texture turns out completely different. Like it's not that much harder. I think a lot just of it, it is right. like accountability and knowledge knowledge is power and if you don't have the people that are behind you that are going to hold you accountable for what you're doing then you know you're you're just going to keep making mistakes and not putting out a a quality product and you know it it takes a really good team all on the same page in motion and holding everybody accountable for what they're doing to make the product the way that it should be right well and that's that's one of those things when when i hear about hey we're doing we're doing coffee, we're doing beer, we're doing uh, wine too? Uh, yes, yes. So so beer, wine, spirits, juice. Uh, food, <laughs> juice. That's a lot of different balls in the air all at the same time, especially with a local focus. There's a, there's a lot of expertise that has to go into each of those different areas. Um, is it... Are there different people crossing over those things, or how how is that balance? I mean, obviously you're not open yet. No. <laughs> um, but that that has to be part of the part of that opening struggle, not just design and decorating and the build out, which we'll talk about in a minute because I'm sure that process has been interesting. It always is. Oh, that's oh, great. Um, <laughs> we love it. But how yeah. how is that like as you're forming the team and getting everybody set? How is that? How's that process been? Um. You know, it has its strides, and you know we're all learning together. Um, 
you know, I feel like I've got my department on lockdown. Like I'm, I know what I'm doing and I'm, you know, that's good. Adam, same thing. Right. Cocktails. We have a great bartender that he's, you know, talented and he knows what he's doing too, which is great. And he's super creative and has so many wonderful ideas. Um, and then as far as like the juice program, um, that's like really fun. I'm super excited to like learn more and delve into that. And a lot of that has like a food crossover and like Adam and I have collaborated on some things. And, and um, if you're making all those juices, it has cocktail crossovers too. Exactly. So it's like everything will play really well together and, um, it's just so much fun. I don't know. (laughs) I've learned, uh, so much about coffee in the last year or so via sapphire and it's uh like i can't drink regular coffee anymore I'm yeah done. what was your what was your coffee what was your coffee I mean, order before i was always like a coffee guy but like not to this level i've uh i've become a snob and <laughs> yeah i find coffee very difficult now i can't i can't go backwards and enjoy it no. yeah and i mean if you do it's it's a very intentional like self-fulfilling purpose like you need caffeine uh, yeah now. <laughs> Like if I'm driving somewhere on the 90 and I'm like, oh, I'm stopping. I'm like, oh, all right. Sleep is in my head. I need to stop and get something. (laughs) And then sure, I'll go back to my my old Starbucks order, uh, which is just, it's a disaster area um, of like, when you're talking about like, is this coffee good? And my order was definitively not. It was um, four shots of espresso with Splenda over ice. There's so many problems with that. <laughs> yeah, everything everything about that is wrong um, to what I typically order and what I actually enjoy nowadays. Yeah. Like, and that's just to make it palatable. Yeah, you know? and it's like espresso. It's fake sugar espresso syrup cooled to a crazy degree, um, which is, I mean, it's just it's just not good. That or like I'll just get generic iced coffee somewhere because like oh i can pound this really fast yeah, yeah. I, I um will say duncan is my favorite fast food coffee i see sapphire walking around with duncan cups every once in a while and i'm just like come on <laughs> well that's because you have all of my coffee I equipment. Do. she gives me all the stuff <laughs> i have all everything. her grinders her oh nice yeah he's he's you start to appreciate the grinder after a while. Like, oh my god! I was using a Nutra Bullet before that, which would just destroy <laughs> everything. I was still like grinding my own coffee because I thought that was the right thing to do. But coffee powder and then half beans yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, so that wasn't very efficient. Yeah, no, I actually I, f- I finally upgraded to an actual grinder at home. We were hand grinding for a long time, um, which was actually pretty effective when it comes to doing it. It's just like oh, every time we make coffee, we have to grind. You know, like 30 or 60 grams of coffee. Yeah, no like, patience uh, for that. No, God, no. <laughs> um, we finally got an actual grinder. We're like, oh, this is much easier. Yeah. And we can actually have coffee when we want it. Yeah, you just push a button. It's not mm. bad. Magic. Yeah. Unicorn magic. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> coffee, coffee unicorn. See, now we know what's going to go on the walls. Not the old anthropomorphic vegetables and chickens and things. Now we're going to put like big anthropomorphic coffee unicorns on yeah. there. Absolutely. Mythical stardust yeah. sprinkled everywhere. I think we need to change change the aesthetic now. It's going to be like the uh the old uh, panel vans that are like airbrushed. Oh my god. Oh yeah. 
we were just talking about like RVs and like vans on the way over. Yeah, here. obviously we were talking about vans. It goes without oh, yeah. saying. <laughs> right, you're traveling. I, over. Okay, I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about how I went across country tour in a van, and well, maybe I'll throw some unicorn decals. Might as well, there. one one of our one of the local former coffee people was traveling the country in an RV, is an old RV. That is exactly <laughs> what I was talking. I'm sure about. you were, and it's it's one of those things when you see it, you're like, oh wow, this is. This is like this is it's like the kind of thing like oh I would see somebody do this on like HGTV or the Travel Channel yeah. and I I'm like I mean she should really have like a TV show this I am just living vicariously throw, through all throw of her out a pictures. plug because I don't remember the name of it if you, do you remember the name of it um I I can find I'm it. Just, yeah I was gonna do the same uh, thing <laughs> faux locals yeah yeah and um, um she's great Rachel yeah Hi, Rachel yeah she she does a great job not only she's she's a great photographer and I've seen her stuff all over Rochester she's you know really sharp doing weddings and all these other things but this new project is fascinating and it's so it's so right now of the time you know bringing out an RV and you know traveling around the country it's very it's very interesting I think so the kind of thing like oh yeah you know what? If I were a better person, I'd do that. <laughs> if I had more money, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I, I feel bad. And because if I had the time. Yeah. I feel bad because like, oh, you know what? It's the kind of thing where, you're, yeah, good people do things like that. They travel the country and talk yeah. to local people. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't do that. I mean, you know, that's it's, a, it's a goal to work towards. You'll get there. Yeah. You just got to believe. That's what social media is for, though, is to make you feel bad because other people are doing <laughs> yeah. better things than you. No, see, no, I don't believe that. I, I think we're all like, you know, doing what we're supposed to be doing right now. Oh, wow. That that sounds that sounds nice. <laughs> it's not how my mind works, though. <laughs> I'm Maybe like, oh. I'm too nice. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, definitely the problem. Too nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we talked about cocktails. Um, Yeah. Local wine. I th- I find a very interesting topic. So being local, doing New York State wines is also kind of a challenging thing if you don't have somebody who's an expert in it. Yes, yes. Um, And I know people, um, you know, like Michael Warren Thomas, who spent a ton of time featuring, you know, looking at New York wine lists and like what the percentage of a restaurant's wine list is local. Um, Local wine's kind of having a moment. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in and around this area. I don't know if either of you spent time on the wine part of this or not. Oh, I've... (laughs) Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I've spent a lot of time on wine tours, which I oh. don't really remember, but they were great. <laughs> yeah. I think. So you really enjoyed it, which is the I first like step. the local wines. It's a first step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's interesting. You, the more you go around and try the new the new guard of uh, Finger Lakes wines and uh, Niagara Trail, too. Mm-hmm. Um, our region is getting very interesting. There's a lot of really good stuff here. And I would actually be that's kind of the one that like when you say like local wine, too, that's. A place would actually feature mostly, if not all, local wines. Actually, sure. really interesting to me. Yeah, you don't have to like travel real far to get everything you want at a restaurant. So, like, I mean, we got everything locally, so might as well use it. Yeah, because that part. I mean, there's even with the wine bars we have, there's very little focus on local, other than you know a token one here or there, and some more interesting than others, but. Um, Actually, having a place that will focus if if you guys focus on local wine too, I mean that's yeah for sure that's actually very exciting because I don't think we have a local wine bar here in town yet, which is kind of depressing since we're <laughs> less than an hour away from yeah amazing one videos, of the hottest yeah. wine regions in the entire country. Yeah. It's all good, yeah, and that that's kind of still surprising to me that nobody's done that yet. Hey, we're happy to be the first for everything. 
over everything. <laughs> We're breaking ground on all these yeah. things all at once. <laughs> We're trying. So let's talk about build out because anytime I have somebody that's in the process of opening or just opening, I like to talk about the build out the headaches and yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, it can't be easy. I mean. No, yeah. but it's fun. I mean, it's so fun. it's a it's a place that had at least some sort of bones yeah. because it was a restaurant before, which is really nice. Yeah, it, it, didn't, easy. it didn't take long for us to figure out like kind of the layout of how we wanted things to be. It's just going from that idea to actual what's in there yeah, is putting uh, things to play the challenge yeah because everything's you know autumn they're always they're already run to certain places and the question is can you work with that yeah can you do you need to reroute everything how do you tear the place up to make it the way you think it should be oh i i don't have all those answers unfortunately yeah. our contractor would but i don't <laughs> yeah but i mean it's 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 a process yeah and any were there any headaches that i mean Obviously, the build-up process takes longer than everybody thinks it will. Yes. Much longer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's it's obviously it's it's a difficult thing, and everybody struggles with that. From you know, I remember when the Playhouse was being built out, and when Radio Social was being built out, and all these places, they all have struggles. Was there anything, even knowing that it's going to be difficult, was there anything that you guys found was like like personally challenging? With the whole process? The biggest disappointment of my entire life is um, we wanted to do like a walk-up window. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I love that idea. And it's something that there's there are no basically walk-up windows here you're, in you're Rochester. You're only making him Such more... Such a dream of mine, but it's a <laughs> historical building and we cannot oh, mess with the windows. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. That's a big challenge, actually, because it's a historical building. That oh, that's very interesting. a lot of limitations on what we can and can't do. Yeah. So I offered, I'd offered for somebody to throw me through the window so we could, like... Get a new window with a little window in it. <laughs> Movie style, throw you through the window. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not made of. Yet. It's Maybe not made someday. of like sugar panels. No, so it's it probably <laughs> real dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually something I've talked to people about before. Is you know in some bigger cities they'll have a window where they're serving something that's not on the regular menu. And it's like one of those underground things you don't advertise, and it's like right. the window's open. It's serving this one thing, and it's specialized and really cool yeah i just wanted like hey our doors are locked but you can walk up to this window and buy some stuff right you get a you get fried chicken or you get you know this kind of sandwich right at the window Yeah, i was just thinking about um the plethora of drunk people from like 12 a.m to like 3 a.m well you think of that window (laughs) like you serve a you know a a pittsburgh style sandwich or you serve a torta or something yeah just like like one thing yeah one thing and that's it you get nothing but what i serve you yeah and if they don't want what you sell you tell them to leave yeah it's great, especially if there's a window where mm-hmm. they can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I just want a separation between me and the drunk people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because that, that place had that drunk vibe at, you know, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Right. And that's not really what you want to deal with. No, nah, we're going for the, the opposite of that. Yeah, you're going for More the... Daytime. Daytime drunk people. <laughs> yeah, day- Sophisticated drunks. Yeah. yeah. We're talking like we're, us, like yeah. us, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, we're talking brunch trunks. Yeah, you know, like we're talking, you know, like uh, mimosa trunks. Yeah. Then you spend the rest of the day with your family after you get drunk. You know? Yeah, or in your bed, yeah. so you can tolerate your family. Right? <laughs> no, I love my family. Not that they listen to this, but <laughs> I don't get drunk when I go out to visit my family. <laughs> not at all. No, definitely not. <laughs> Nobody um, does that. <laughs> no, that's 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 all. That's not to taunt you with the concept because I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you can't do it. Um, 
but that's something I've I've always thought would work here in certain areas mm-hmm. that people could walk up and do something. Yeah, it'd be great. But no, nobody steal that idea because yeah. we're still gonna do that somewhere else. <laughs> I love it. It's it's copyrighted. TM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also copyrighted. <laughs> um, Adam Adam Window yeah. copyrighted. <laughs> I invented that. We are really surprised that they're gonna let us put up flags. Oh, That's cool. cool. Yeah, That's there's nice. um, a couple real old flagpoles that are on the facade of the building. Oh, really? Is that a word, facade? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it is now. Um, yeah, so we're going to get some some flags. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that whole corner is, I mean, it, it's, like I said, it's been so many things over the years between the bars around the corner from it and everything else. Um, you know, sort of planting your planting your flag right there yeah, at the exactly. corner is kind of that's kind of neat. <laughs> Literally planting, the Literally flag. planting the flag. Um, no, that's interesting. So, of of all the things that you guys are doing, um, when it comes to let's talk about food, is there one thing that you're most excited about to to bring in? Um, I think. <laughs> Yeah, just honestly, like an egg sandwich is the most important thing in my life. Yeah, so I'm a huge fan. All right, let's let's talk about egg sandwiches okay. for a second. There's because a way that you can do it, and then there's ways that are not correct. Oh, I love this. So, okay, this this is what we're gonna finish out on because breakfast sandwiches, I am I'm serious about. Yeah, I really care about them. Uh-huh. Um, what is your what's your bread? What do you? I mean, not saying what you're definitely going to use, but what's what's your important part of the bread? What what matters to you? Uh, softness and durability. You okay, don't want it falling apart for sure, and it needs to be a little substantial. Yeah. So I mean, I I mean, I like crusty. That's like one of I mm-hmm. like. There's some specific rolls that I just really enjoy, right? Especially when they're toasted properly. But if it's too soft, it, you just you miss that whole texture thing. Right. I know, like in New York, they like that steamed soft roll kind of thing. I, yeah. I can't get behind it. I need something that's substantial part of that roll. And there, there has to be a butter element to the bread. Yeah. Whether it's interior or if it's toasted. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, grilled bread I think is the best option given yeah, given a that. griddle. Yep. Um. So when it comes to eggs, mm-hmm. what's your what's your thing? So, um, we're going to be sourcing our legs, our eggs. Legs. <laughs> we're sourcing our legs locally. locally. Coming any day to local zoning. This so, is local, local, local. You, you can definitely legs. tell the difference. <laughs> you can definitely tell the difference between, you know, like a good egg and like a, a mediocre egg. So, I think I that's think so. the most important thing. We're going to, you know, pay to get the good, the good stuff. It's completely worth it. Yeah. And I think eggs are also the the baseline for do you care about anything local because mm-hmm. they're not that expensive and they're significantly more expensive than commercial eggs, but they're not that expensive individually. And if you take the time to source well, yeah, it actually impacts a lot of people, not just the farmers, but the animals as right. well. Yeah. So that's a thing. And the egg cooking technique is very specific. Okay. Um, it's a fried egg, but the bottom of the egg is crispy. Yeah. And people people shy away from browning eggs sometimes. They're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that the, that extra little, that, those little textural elements, those pops of crunch in the middle of the sandwich. Yeah. So I learned this from like, uh, there's this guy named Frank. Uh, his last name is like Italian. It's like Prisizano or Priziano or yeah, something. Fr- Frank TM. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how he does his eggs. And I think it's great. And I'm not. I'm just borrowing the idea. 
Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Yeah. That that textural thing. Um, I'm still an American cheese guy on sandwiches. I think it melts perfectly. Yeah. Um, although, you know, if you're getting fancy, you can do other stuff too. I don't sure. shy away from it, but mm-hmm. that American cheese melt, especially if you're using like like greasy bacon or sausage is kind right. of the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many egg, egg sandwiches are kind of a palette for doing anything you want to do flavor yes. wise. Yeah. There's going to, um, there's going to be some, uh, definitely some specials too. So we're going to do some special things. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a canvas. I mean, there's all sorts of, when you have dishes that are basically canvases, you can do cool things as long as you're doing the base. Right. Right. I think pizza is another great example of that. Um, you know, I, bring a pizza often because that's I'm a pizza nerd. But if the base is great and there's no excuse not to make the base great, whether it's your bread and your egg yeah. or your pizza crust or whatever else you're doing, if your bread is bad or your base or your eggs are bad, well, who cares what the toppings are? Yeah. Like you actually should be able to serve an egg sandwich and people should enjoy it. Absolutely. And I imagine that attention to detail is kind of what your hallmark is going to be there. For sure. I like that. Yeah, those things are very important to me. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of eggs for a long time. I like that. Yeah. He does eat a lot of eggs. <laughs> I'm mostly because I'm too poor to avoid to like get, get real protein. Yeah, get like other foods, but like yeah. same. I mean, eggs are perfect. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things like it's it's one of the best quick dinners you can make. Mm-hmm. You know, you grab at least some sort of vegetable vegetable or meat, slice it up, and crisp it up, and then throw some eggs around it. And Absolutely. That's, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you can survive, uh, you know, upwards to 33 years on just eating eggs. <laughs> and you know, eggs alone. Maybe some, like, vegetables every once in a while. Here and there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you want. Look at me. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. I think we're going to wrap things up. Let's throw out some plugs. And I, I hate asking the question, but do we have a vague opening time period window-ish? Fingers crossed, April. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking like um, early, like mid, early to mid springtime. Yeah. Yeah. April that, Fool's Day, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, I think that's the best way to do it, is early to mid springtime ish. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we're working hard though. We're we're doing all all that we can. Yeah. That's cool. So let's throw out the plugs again. Um, sure. Where can people find everything? Locals only. Locals only. Three eleven dot com. You can follow us on Instagram at locals only three eleven. Like like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it too. <laughs> you, if you have any interest in um, collaborating with me on anything, and you're a local producer, um, you can reach me personally at um, coffee at localsonly three eleven dot com. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Rogue Barista. Um, there are a few underscores in there, but I'm sure if you type it in the search bar, you'll find me. Uh huh. <laughs> Just look for fancy things in coffee cups, exactly. and you know you found the right place. <laughs> So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> oh my, yeah. My Instagram name is uh, five eight five. So the number five A T E five. Yeah, that's nice. That's very distinctive. I've been, um, I've had that for a while, and I'm real happy that I got it. And it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Look at it, like like my pictures. Yeah. Um, my email address is chef at localsonly three eleven dot com. Nice. And uh, if anybody's looking for a job in April, maybe let yeah. me know. And if there's any distilleries or um, people out there that are in the cocktail world that want to reach our bartender, his um, email is cocktails, cocktails. at <laughs> coffee. I mean. Cocktails at coffee.com. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> 
I just suck, guys. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Cocktails at localsonly311.com. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> I right. made it. So, 311 Alexander Street, coming mid to late, mid to springish, kind of. Yeah. Uh, in 2018. And uh, the new cornerstone of the Alexander neighborhood. Hell yeah. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Damn right. Well, Sapphire, Adam, thanks for coming over. Thank you. Thank and you. Now we're done. Thanks for listening.